Pure Wow presents Stream On, your weekly download of TV and streaming news and reviews. And now, your hosts, Phil Mutz, Pure Wow's VP of News and Entertainment, and Rachel Golmi, Pure Wow's Managing Editor of Branded Content. We obviously have so much to talk about, but I, I need to kick off the show before we do literally anything else. Okay. I need to talk to you about that season finale of Severance. Oh, you watched it, right? I, I'm speechless about it. Like I, I, I can't talk about anything else until we discuss this. It is uh, the single best piece of television I have seen in years it's yours, Rachel. Yeah, it's no, so I, good. I, I honestly, I can't even like form sentences about it because I'm still. First of all, I watched it. I watched three, the last three episodes in a row, and I, because I was just like, oh my god, I have to keep watching, and I couldn't sleep that night. Like, literally, did not sleep because I couldn't, and I still cannot stop thinking about it. It's Ugh. so good. There's no spoilers, but it gave me goosebumps the way that. Do you remember the Lost episode, that finale episode yeah. where? Um, not the big finale, but like one of the season finales where they were at the airport and Jack was with Kate and he's like, we have to go back. And it's revealed that there was that's like this massive twist that they actually did get off the island and that these flashbacks weren't flashbacks at all. And it was like, blow your mind good. And that's like, I had that kind of goosebumps uh, yeah. feeling uh, again. It was incredible. And no one, no, like none of my friends, no one from my family, no one's watched it. So I, I've been doing deep dives on like theories and everything by myself. What are they waiting for? Oh my I don't gosh. Know. I don't know. I have no idea. Honestly, they're missing out. It it was I was trying to explain it to my dad earlier and I was like, no, it's it, it, I like the concept of it. And I was like, it sounds so simple, but it's really not. And I was oh, like, I was the ending. Oh, my God. The television. Oh, my God. The ending. The cliffhanger. Oh, I can't. Okay, y'all. I, it, 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 this is a show about recommending things and we are recommending Severance. Go watch yes. that show. Apple TV. Please watch it. Um. So, OK, we've got a lot to get to today. What do we got? We've got the new Disney Plus show that's giving off Total Severance vibes. The rise and fall of yet another entrepreneur. Nick Lachey hosting another bonkers dating series. And the Bravo show you should watch instead of Real Housewives. Well, let's just dive right into the news. This just in. This week's streaming news. Tandiwe Newton is out and Selma Hayek is in for the new Magic Mike film, Magic Mike's Last Dance. Yes, that's really the title of the movie. <laughs> Deadline and Variety both reported the casting change, which Warner Brothers attributed to Newton's personal family matters. However, everyone's favorite trash news site, Page Six, claims that the change is a result of an on-set screaming match between Newton and human Kendall Channing Tatum. Ooh, feud. Game of Thrones star Maisie Williams didn't hold back when discussing her feelings towards Arya Stark. She told GQ UK, When I started becoming a woman, I resented Arya because I couldn't express who I was becoming, and it wasn't aligned with the piece of me that the world celebrated. Williams also revealed that she doesn't miss the show because, quote, Why would I want to make myself feel bad about the greatest thing that has ever happened to me? Well then, a girl has found her voice. Wait, wait, wait. Are we about to see a young Kate Middleton on The Crown? Last month, casting notices for the hit show revealed that Netflix was seeking a new Prince William to play late teens into early 20s. And now, according to People magazine, casting directors are seeking a young Kate Middleton as well. We could soon be watching a young couple meet and fall in love on the small screen. 
In what might be my favorite headline of the week, Amazon Prime Video orders a new Canadian comedy series based on a real-life maple syrup heist. I can't say that without laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Executive produced by Jamie Lee Curtis, The Sticky, will revolve around Ruth Clark, a maple syrup farmer who decides to change her fate and her community with the theft of 18 million Canadian dollars worth of maple syrup. And again, yes, this really happened. Wow. Well, I'm adding the sticky for shows to watch out for. (laughs) All right, Rachel, what did you like this week? The hits of the week. My hit of the week is We Crashed on Apple TV+. Ooh. Yes. Okay. I watched the first episode, so I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I I did like it. It's about... For anyone who doesn't know the WeWork scandal, <laughs> it's about Adam Newman. Um, it basically his rise and fall. WeWork, it I think to this day is one of the like fastest growing startups. In less than a decade, they got a valuation of like forty seven billion dollars, <laughs> and then like a year later, it just crumbled the whole thing. So this show is kind of just about Adam Newman. He's very eccentric. Uh, He's the co-founder of WeWork and his wife, Rebecca Newman, who is cousins with Gwyneth Paltrow. Fun facts. Yeah, fun facts. So she's kind of has like that goop vibe. They're both just very chaotic and eccentric. And it's just their love story, I guess, but also how they made the company fail. <laughs> and of course, Jared Leto plays yes. Adam Newman and Anne Hathaway plays and his him. wife. Yes, thank you, thank you. Um, Mega stars in this. Yes, yeah, it's a good, I mean, the two of them together, they have really good chemistry. I'm not the biggest Anne Hathaway fan, but I do like her in this. Um, and I I'm like Jared either. Leto. And I agree. Oh, okay, I think, really? I think she's super different in this. And yes. I, I think that, you know, it, the story is fascinating, but she's really like, she's got a deeper voice. She seems mm-hmm. like a different person. And it doesn't feel like she's, some, you know, she sometimes like feels like she's putting it on, whatever yes. she's doing. Like, yeah. it's very affected, whatever she's doing. I feel like she's great in this. Yeah, her voice is like very deep. Which yeah, is she's just taking not some like, like notes from the dropout. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just, the story in general, I'm just so baffled about things, these kinds of stories and similar like with the dropout too about um, the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos. It's like these, these people are so convincing. And not that WeWork was a bad idea because I, I actually am on board with like, I'm, you know, it's capable of that. Like Theranos is a little different, but it's just as I was watching it, I'm like, these people are like the best salespeople in the world. Like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. they can sell their idea and their dream and then they get it all and then it's all taken away. But um, Adam Newman got resigned from the company in 2019 and he got a pretty nice severance package, which was like valued at like two billion dollars so i mean he's doing pretty well it's just nuts i don't even i like you slipped into their severance yes severance aka watch it everyone (laughs) yeah i also i have some i have some negative thoughts about this whole like genre of shows that is going to be part of my miss this week so we can get into that a little later but i do like the performances from Anne hathaway and jared leto though i do think they're doing a great job what's your hit my hit of the week is actually a little different it's moon knight on disney plus so Moon Knight is in it's a Marvel series, part of the Marvel universe, and it stars Oscar Isaac as the split personality Moon Knight. Uh, you might recognize him from Scenes from a Marriage, which also starred Jessica Chastain. The show also stars Ethan Hawke. He's playing the main, you know, generic v- Marvel villain that we get in every Marvel everything. The plot kind of is uh, Isaac plays a mild-mannered gift shop clerk named Stephen, and he has this sleep problem. So when he goes to sleep, he'll like mysteriously wake up somewhere else and has no idea how he got there. Um, well, spoiler alert. 
The reason is. We got a spoiler alert. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Stay inside. Oh man. I could listen to that all day. So the real reason is that he is, when he goes to sleep, in quotes, his body is actually being taken over by this other part of his personality, this guy Mark, who is the Moon Knight. And he's kind of a sort of like anti-hero mercenary who's out fighting bad guys and trying to save the world. So it's this interesting like dichotomy where he's playing basically two characters, but they're both himself. Mm. And I like it because it's it's funny, it's action-packed, and Oscar Isaac is really great at playing two totally, totally different characters Again, this like quirky, really awkward, you know, gift shop attendant who just does not have any desire to save the world at all. And then there's like really this badass version of himself who is the Moon Knight. And it, it, again, it's kind of like Severance, you know, where like one of, you know, one of them kind of goes to sleep and then the other one gets to kind of take control and run the life, which is a, a really interesting, like fun dynamic to get to watch and play out in a like not dramatic way. It's a much more like quirky it's a marvel movie you know so it's just like fun and and action um so i'm three episodes in right now so only three episodes are out at the moment on disney plus but there's only three more to go so we're halfway there yeah i just really enjoy it i i think it's a it's a fun escape if you like marvel stuff which i do i don't think you have to like know stuff about the marvel universe to get it or okay that's good to know because i'm not i don't really know anything about the marvel universe yeah yeah. i mean you know who spider-man is and he's not in this so it doesn't matter yeah you know it's fine yeah and fun fact about me. So I'm actually a big Marvel fan. Are uh, you? I am. Uh, like, I have friends who are super into the comics, and I'm not that. So I can't get into, like, Marvel lore or any of that shit. But <laughs> I don't I, even know what that is. So. I, well, I mean, you know, like, 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 you know, there's those people who are just like, well, in this in this comics, you know, this character does this thing. And, and I'm just I'm just alienated a whole bunch of people by making fun of Marvel uh, fans. Oh, boy. No, uh, I do like Marvel. But I so I recently rewatched all of the Marvel stuff, movies, and TV shows from start to finish. Wow. So uh, in order of how they came out, which is actually really easy to do because 90% of them are on Disney Plus right now. Yeah. And they, they sort them that way too. So you can just watch them in order that they came out. So it was actually really easy to fly through them. But super fun. Really, I, I recommend. How long did that take you? Oh, it took forever. I mean, <laughs> it, it was, it was but, but you know, you do it on a weekend. Yeah, when yeah. It's like, it was like winter. It was like rainy. You know, it was cold. So I would just like, Watch three Marvel movies on a Saturday. I don't know. It was nice. Wow. Dedication. I love it. I also love that you're going back to Severance again because even like Mark, Mark S from Severance. I know. Oh, it's the same name too. Yeah. Yes, like it's Mark, the same oh, name. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I also man. want to, before we move on to Mrs., I do want to also recommend uh, the show Business Proposal. Oh. I haven't watched yet, but it's a K drama that our beauty director at PureWow, Jenny Jin, she just wrote a review about it and is raving about the show. So we have to, obviously have to check it out. She gave the Netflix series 4.5 out of five stars. Oh, wow. And she had this to say, quote, Business Proposal is a breezy watch with a great cast and plenty of moments that will have you cackling at your screen one minute and swooning the next. It'll give you the serotonin boost you need to recharge after a long day, which is more than we can say about the Tinder swindler. So... <laughs> Another option for people who just want a little bit of an escape, business proposal recommended by the one and only Jenny Jan Pierwell. I also forgot to mention that I uh, took your recommendation and I started Abbott Elementary okay. on ABC slash Hulu. And I love it. It's so funny, Rachel. Yes, I'm I'm a little uh, not surprised because sometimes when you like see trailers for shows like that or previews for shows like that, you kind of think they're gonna be a little like I don't know, with the fake laughter. And so I was kind of, eh, I had zero expectations, yeah. but I liked it. And I was watching it with my husband and he was laughing during the episode. And he, I feel like it kind of takes a lot for him to laugh. And I was like, are you, 
are you laughing? <laughs> oh, that's so, great to hear. Yes, I like it. Honestly, I knew you would like it because we both like The Office. And it's that same kind of humor, but like smarter than that modern family documentary yes. stuff. Yeah, it's way I liked smarter. It a lot. And Janelle James, who plays the principal, is so freaking funny. She's See, my favorite on the show. Okay, that's so funny you say that because I feel like she's my least favorite. <gasps> oh, no. She makes I me know. Laugh out. I think she'll grow on you. She, okay. She makes me laugh out loud in, in everything that she does on that show. She also, she has, um, Netflix has a, a, a series called The Stand-Ups, and she's, she has an episode where she does her stand-up routine, and you can watch that also. I Maybe watch that and then okay. go back to the show. You'll realize just how funny she is. Okay. I really, I love her. All right, all right. I'll, I'll take your recommendation on that one, too. Let's switch in gears. What did we hate this week? Misses of the Week. So my miss of the week is is the dropout on Hulu about which I can't. I okay. Let me explain. So I loved the season as a whole. I loved it, but I was really disappointed with the series finale. It's a limited series, so I was really I was I don't know. I was just bummed. It wasn't so for anyone who hasn't watched it. It's with Amanda Seyfried on Hulu, and she plays Elizabeth Holmes, um, the founder of Theranos and her rise and fall. Yeah, the, I, it was so good. And she did such a good job during the, I mean, even in the finale, she did a good job. I was more disappointed with the way that they did it. It just kind of ended, which is fine. But I kind of like wanted to see like what happened after. It was just, and I mean, you know, her trial is still, she's, you know, happening in September, the sentencing. But I was bummed because I really, really did enjoy the whole show. But well, that's a shame. I, I didn't I see that. I didn't, I didn't keep. I didn't stick with it. It oh, didn't okay. super speak to me. I, I okay, liked her yeah. performance and I, I enjoyed it. I, you know, I think uh, you know, I I had plans to keep watching it. And it, I was with a bunch of people when that that finale came out, and everybody was like gathered around the TV, like had to watch it that day. So like, yeah. they, you know, I I I didn't watch. I went. And played <laughs> they can't all be winners. Uh, no, they can't all be winners. <laughs> but that's fine. You know, yeah. good for Amanda Seyfried, who will probably Seyfried Seyfried. God, I should know how to say. I th- I uh, same though. It's <laughs> confusing to say. Well, good for her because I think she's gonna obviously be nominated for an Emmy, which is what this yeah, is all she, about. I mean, right? she deserves it it was you she know getting did, awards yeah her, her performance was so good so good and it's funny i was watching her on a couple of um you know like, like jimmy fallon and she's a little awkward and you know in real oh, life yeah. i guess and i yeah. I, I never i which i lo- like i made that makes me love her even more yeah, i don't charming. know yes yeah, yeah I, I she's really got that like her. well speaking of awkward you know jennifer lawrence is also gonna be playing the same character yeah. in you know a different in an apple tv version yeah but i she's also got that awkward energy which i really like it's just so endearing you know when you like trip falling up the stairs and i know people said she faked <laughs> oh, it but yes. she didn't fake it she fell oh but my I just god love i didn't that. even know that was a thing i thought no oh she yeah people were it. like oh she did that for attention <laughs> no and nobody wants that kind of attention jeez oh, i mean i do like i love attention uh give me a podcast um <laughs> <laughs> so my I, I think my miss also is kind of like connected to your for your hit and your miss. Okay. It's same genre. So I watched Super Pumped, The Battle for Uber on Showtime. And it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt from 500 Days of Summer as the co-founder and CEO of Uber, Travis Kalanick. And it also stars Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights. Uh, and he plays like a mega, mega investor in Uber and Uma Thurman and Elizabeth Shue. They're all on the show. So Super Pumped, it's an anthology series. So this series, this season is focusing on Uber, but different seasons will focus on different things. But so it's obviously based on the true story. And we get to go on, you know, this wild ride, no pun intended, <laughs> at Uber, where this guy was basically willing to do whatever it takes to make the company a success. And as a result, they had some really turbulent years. Um, and another spoiler alert. 
Uh, we got a spoiler alert, everybody. <laughs> I want to do as many spoilers as possible. It's pretty good. Uh, spoiler alert, Travis Kalanick is no longer CEO of Uber. So if you want to see where things are going to go with how it all plays out, you can Google him and clearly he's not the CEO. So spoiler alert there. Um, so what I didn't like about it is, I mean, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt and I, who doesn't love Kyle Chandler? I think the performances, similar to how we talked about the other shows, are great. The performances aren't the problem. I just don't know if I love shows about bro culture. Mm. Like, I'm just, I'm just kind of sick of seeing, and it's kind of, you know, the We Worked one too, but like, I'm just kind of sick of seeing like a spoiled rich white dude being rewarded for emotionally abusing people in a corporate setting. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it makes it really hard to watch. And I, I know that this is, that's the point, right? Like, I guess you're supposed to feel that this is gross and that's part of the true story. But I don't think the writing on the show was clever enough for this show. So as a result, we're left with constant bro speeches by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, and it's all just like how he's like super pumped and like Uber's crushing it. And I'm just like, I can't listen to any more of these bro speeches. Like, please stop <laughs> broing at me. And then the plot also feels predictable. Like he's, you know, like in everything, he's got a girlfriend. But as he starts to, you know, become more famous and more successful, he starts neglecting her and he's going to cheat on her. And like, it's just so clear how this is going. And again, I know it's, I know it's based on a true story, so like the facts are the facts, but I just feel like the storytelling could be more clever and it just feels yeah. very obvious. There is one thing that I want to talk about related to it and it kind of relates to your hit and your miss. So I, there was a super interesting take from Alison Griswold over at Slate who made some really great points about this. And I kind of just want to read a quick excerpt from what she had to say. She said, there is a broader debate to be had about whether these productions irresponsibly glamorize white collar crime, but I have a narrower objection. The actors who play the chief bad actors in these stories are always hot, even when their real-life counterparts are not. This sends exactly the wrong message on a level even more fundamental than turning corporate scheming into zippy entertainment. When we rechristen Kalanick as Gordon Levitt, we prove that bad behavior pays in more ways than one. The subtext is clear. If your actions are extreme and absurd enough, they are also great material. You can sell your life rights, write a book, Go on the conference circuit telling your tale. As long as you don't end up in prison, or actually, even if you do, a good script and a hot actor can not only help to launder your reputation, but manifest a cooler, sexier you. Becoming famous by way of an attractive Hollywood face is a special kind of reward. And I I feel like we've been talking about this, about these shows. Yeah. Like the girl from Plainville, Elle Fanning as Michelle Carter, who is out of jail and who's going to make a lot of money based on her story, this real life uh, you know, person who is guilty of manslaughter and the dropout, same thing. Like she's just yeah. a super famous person when this is all said and done. Yeah. She's still going through court stuff, but she's going to have this story that's hers. And she just got played by a very famous, like beautiful woman. And the Tinder swindler, you know, got an, a Hollywood agent as a real, it's just so infuriating. And Anna Delvey. Anna Delvey. And from Inventa Anna. Exactly. And like I, I understand like the trend is this right now. So there's just a lot of it. And I know that TV is here to tell stories, but I can't help but think that like bad people are benefiting from these stories right now. And I don't love it. Yeah, true, true. I know now. Dang. Now, now I feel like that shouldn't have been my hint. No, I, I mean, I liked I, I thought the first episode of that was great. You know, I, I think this specific show is super pumped. One of the reasons I didn't like it was just it was so broy in your face that and yeah. it wasn't that clever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I just think it's an interesting thing in general that I think people should keep in mind when we're you know, applauding a performance, we're also kind of 
giving lots of credit to the yeah. story and like humanizing these people who kind of did bad things. Not kind of, did bad kind things. Kind of, they did do They bad definitely things. did bad things. They're guilty. That's it. <laughs> like literally guilty. <laughs> oh, speaking of guilty, we got a segment this week that we love to do and it is called Guilty Pleasures. Silence in the court. Guilty Pleasures. Very dramatic for a very undramatic topic. <laughs> so dramatic. So what's the guilty pleasure that like you feel a little ashamed to be watching, but like you just can't help yourself? You know what? I feel like with any guilty pleasure, and I, I when we spoke about the Car- my love of the Kardashians, I don't know if I have a true guilty pleasure because I don't feel shame in the shows that I you watch. You shouldn't feel shame. No, you should be proud. You're, out here, you're, you're on a podcast. You're yeah. talking about this. Tell the world. Don't be ashamed. Mine is Below Deck on Bravo, and you can stream it on Peacock. It is... Just a ride. It, I mean, it's about this uh, crew that works on a motor yacht. I mean, huge, huge. And just these people who rent out the yacht for a vacation. And every two episodes features a new group of people. And there's just drama. There's romance. There's rudeness because these guests are just insane. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's the best. And there's spinoffs now. So Below Deck was the original it started in 2013, so you have a lot of catching up to do if you haven't watched it. Okay. And now there's Below Deck Med, which is just like in the Mediterranean, and Below Deck Sailing Yacht, which is a whole oh. other beast because it's like an actual sailboat. So it's a lot smaller than, I mean, it's still big, but it's a lot smaller than these like motor yachts. And then, like, for instance, a guest got mad on a couple episodes because there was no wind and they couldn't sail. And he was like, well, he got annoyed that I rented a sailboat. That and they can sail. <laughs> so I'm just like, I mean, I don't know. That's the wind's fault. Like, I don't know. I, right. Like, why are you going to be mean to the crew about it? They can't control the wind. But there's just, I just so love is it, it fun? so much. Like, is, is part of the fun that you're just watching a bunch of like rich people be obnoxious in, in the con- in contrast to people who are actually like working on this boat? Is that yeah, like the fun of it? Kind of. Like that high-low. I honestly, like, I could really do without the guests, kind of. It's more of the crew that I think is just funny. Like, they, I, well, it's their dynamic between the two of them. Like, they'll, they'll be so nice to their face, obviously, when they're serving them and all that. But then when they do their interviews, (laughs) it's like, I can't imagine being the guest and then watching it back on air and seeing what they said about them. Like, it's just, it's such a mess. There's also just a lot of, like, boat romances. And in the last couple of seasons, there was, like, a lot of drama because two of a guy and a girl hooked up they left the boat together which is like a rare thing that they actually stayed together off the boat and then she like had a baby and they had to do a whole paternity test and he was like it's not mine it was a whole big thing scandal on below deck wow this sounds like 90 day fiance level good drama it's so good it's so good (laughs) okay all right i love it on the list So I have been watching what is the number one show on Netflix right now, and I have binged so much of it this week. It's The Ultimatum, Marry or Move On. And a lot of my friends were talking about it, so I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And it's a new reality show where one member of the couple gives an ultimatum saying, I want to get married, otherwise I'm leaving you. So they go on the show, and then for three weeks, they split up, and they go live with somebody else as like a fake trial marriage. And then they, for three weeks, go back with their original partner and then have to decide, like, are we going to get married or move on? And it's hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey, which is kind of funny because they also host Love is Blind on Netflix. But I I don't know who at Netflix was just like, you know who we need to just host every show about love is Nick and Vanessa Lachey. But (laughs) they got them. Uh, I love it because it's just trash TV at its finest. It's kind of what you said. It's just so much drama. And I love it. 
I don't love that we glamorize getting people drunk and then making them talk to camera, but mm. The Bachelor has been doing that for years and we've kind of all signed on as like, this is an acceptable form of reality television, but uh, it is really fun to watch. And like, I, it, it feels like, like F boy Island and on HBO max and, and the bachelor, like it just, it has that kind of same just over the top, but also I'm super invested energy. You know, I like, I don't want any of these people to actually end up together. They're terrible for each other, but I'm still very invested in their happiness, which yeah. is, you know, it's like a fun dynamic. I think I watched the preview for that. And I was just like, this truly cannot be real. Like the yeah. show, like I, yeah. I'm very curious about all of these couples. Can you imagine like go, telling your family that you're going on to oh. a show about that? Like, I don't know. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. I, mean, I feel like this one's a little too far for me. Well, but... No, it, and it is a little too far. And I think that's the whole, like, that's the takeaway watching it. It's yeah. like, there, these people can't end up together because if you were such a terrible person that you gave someone an ultimatum saying, you better propose to me or I'm leaving you. And we're going to go on television to do this <laughs> and like date other people right, like for three yeah. weeks in the process. Like it, the whole thing, like you can't really be good for each other. This can't no. be a solid relationship. <laughs> oh <laughs> There's my like, God. like a million red flags going off. They really just call the show red flags <laughs> and just like count the red flags as they go through. Cause it's just, it's, it's wild, but I really enjoy it. And unlike on love is blind where like Nick and Vanessa Lachey don't really do very much mm. this they're They, they actually get into their marriage and confess oh. a lot. Like, to camera uh, talk a lot about their marriage. Oh, about and, their uh, personal matter, not yeah, the people exactly. on the show. Okay. Yeah, and at one point, Vanessa even kind of alludes to, you know, Nick Nick and Jessica Simpson's marriage mm. and divorce. It's all very juicy. So I, I was like, I liked that element too, that we got a little of like the celeb gossip in there too. Yeah, spill the tea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, love it. What did you learn this week? What we learned. Every single entrepreneur, it seems like, has a rise and a fall. <laughs> That's true. You're going to try to be successful and you yeah. will end up in jail. That's the moral of the story. Yeah, I think based on what we've <laughs> oh, now boy. seen on every television show. <laughs> I learned that Joseph Gordon-Levitt must be drinking whatever water that Paul Rudd is drinking because the man also does not age. True, true. Very attractive man. Looking great. Good for you, Joseph, and good for all of these stars. And uh, until next time, this has been fun. It has been. Bye, everyone. Bye. That's it for Stream On. Follow us on Instagram at shows and at Pure Wow. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Stream On is a Pure Wow and Gallery Media Group production. My sister says it differently than I do, though, which is weird. But I'm like, it's Seyfried. She's like, it's Seyfried. And I was like, no one says Seyfried, it's Seyfried.